In my line of work, you got to keep repeating things over and over and over again for the truth to sink in. To kind of catapult the propaganda. It's time for the April 15th edition of Weekly Signals Weekly Review, a reality-based mash of contemporary events compiled from the world's great newspapers and blogs at NathanCallahan.com and ripped in part from Harper's Magazine at Harper's.org. I'm Nathan Callahan. And I'm Mike Caspar. And now, the news. Mike, we torture. Did you know that? Our country? We torture. No. Yeah. We torture. And you know what I say? What would that? What would you so say? So what? Yeah. So what? We torture. What's the big deal? <laughs> What's everybody all bothered yeah, about? Everybody's all hot and bothered about this. So I don't what? We get torture. It. Ah, no big deal. Doesn't every great country torture? Hasn't great? Hasn't every great civilization that has crumbled and fallen on uh, in the history of mankind tortured people? Every great civilization has crumbled. So that's just what happens. But yeah. they have also tortured. But on their way down, I don't, they, they I tend, don't think they tend that... To, they tend to embitter, become embittered and upset that people don't pay attention to them as much. Yeah. So, they, so start, they torture? They start torturing people. So you have to find a, a motive for their torture? Well, yeah. I think that's what I think it it's is? A, it's a I loss. think it's more of kind of like fun. You think it's fun more, to they've, torture? They've run out of things to do. Yeah. Let's move on. to okay. uh, Widescreen TV, right. check. check. Torture? Hey, okay. we haven't and, done uh, that we yet. We haven't done that yet. We haven't violated... President Bush said he knew his top national security advisors discussed and approved specific details about how high-value al-Qaeda suspects would be tortured by the Central Intelligence Agency. That's not exactly the way they put it in the news article. They said uh, harsh interrogation tactics. Yeah, well, of course. That's what they said. <laughs> now, what, now yeah. wasn't his, so his response was, yeah, I knew yeah, about like, it? Like the al-Qaeda, you know, the, the, the folks there were going, hey, hey, man, that's harsh. <laughs> you know, don't use those interrogation tactics on me. <laughs> Yeah. Well, we started to connect the dots in order to protect the American people, Bush said. Is that what he said? Yeah. And yes, I'm aware our national security team met on the issue, and I approved. And I approved this message. <laughs> yeah. That's uh, it. That, that's wow. it. He's, he's wow. pretty much down with torturing. So so is his response, is this ba- his basic response, may I, may I characterize it as, yeah, what are you going to do about it? Yeah. Is that basically where he's coming well, from? Well, I approved. I approve. It's okay, you know. It, it, you, you're. I'm trying to. I'm trying to protect the American people. Yeah, that's what he always. Okay, I'm trying no. to protect the American people, and therefore, sure. you know, I'm sure that everyone suffocating. I'm sure every, prisoners every is a good thing. Icti- every dictatorial goon in the history of the world has basically made that argument. Speaking of dictatorial goons, yeah, Vice President Dick, uh, yeah, you don't have to say and that. other yeah. officials, mm-hmm. from him down down, signed off on using these. Harsh interrogation techniques. Yeah, they all did. <laughs> harsh uh, uh, interrogation harsh. techniques. Yeah, I love that. Okay, President Bush announced a freeze to all U.S. troop withdrawals from Iraq after some brigades pull out in July. So that's kind of a backwards way of saying we're not going to take people out. No, we're not. Yeah. The it, top U.S. commander in Iraq, which would be Pet Rock, Pet Reyes, I'm <laughs> Pet, sorry, Pet, Pet Rock. Reyes. Told Pet lawyers, yeah. troops need to remain to protect what he called the gains of the so-called surge. Now, this is this is they were talking at one point uh, about uh, the uh, withdrawing below a hundred thousand. Yeah, that's not going to happen now. It's going to stay mm-hmm. at one hundred and forty. And I'll bet you they find some kind of bureaucratic way, some sort of technicality to keep more people there. Actually, they'll send a few more over, and it'll be more one hundred and fifty. The whole idea, and we well, said this, this does we, not count in the mercenaries, over right? There, which that, is close to one hundred and fifty thousand yeah. uh, paid contractors. The uh, mercenaries, co- coalition of the billing, as they're referred to, and um, 
so we're going to have a situation where basically we said this over a year ago. They're basically running out the clock. They are yeah. the, the whole purpose of this is to hand this off to the next administration. Bush said Petraeus would have all the time he needs. Iraqi officials fired about 1,300 soldiers and police officers who refused to fight Shiite Muslim militias during the recent government crackdown. Those uh, desertions, as they call them, yeah, 13. Uh, raised questions about the performance of uh, Iraqi this, forces. This is something I think, real, I do honestly think that we keep hearing about we'll stand, we'll stand down when they stand up, yeah. the Iraqi army, we're training, they're training, training them for five years. That's, that's very provocative. Oh, what, it's in, when, we'll stand down when they stand up. In what uh, in what way do you mean that to be provocative? I'm not quite. Just, well, no, let me let me just might... make, let, let me make the point. Let me make the point, which is this: these people have been fighting this this army, the Iraqi army, has been in some kind of level of engagement with the enemy, their so-called uh-huh. enemy, since the mid '80s. Yeah. I mean, the war with Iran, yeah. okay, went on, and then they had the war, the the first Gulf War. They've been under. So you're saying they can't stand up? Well, I'm talking 20 years. Or this Iraqi army, well, the Iraqi army has been in a fighting mode for 20 years, and they've been being trained by the United States, the greatest military in the history of the world, for the last five years. Uh-huh. And you, and in their first encounter, their first real encounter with a uh-huh. uh, with an enemy of some strength, they run away. Yeah. Well, what is what are what are we doing? What is going? What? Why are we spending our money on this? Why are we? What, this is crazy. It's crazy. Sorry, but that was a kind of a. I know. I don't know. A I, ramble. It was a ramble. No, it wasn't it, a ramble. It, there was no nice ribbon on the end. Okay, let's get. He didn't explain where they were running from. Well, they were running from from. Yeah. Well, they were told to go Basra. after go after Sadr's yeah. people. Yeah, yeah. to put and them down. That was one of the three wars that we have going on in Iraq. Well, this man, is the war yeah, in the yeah, south, okay. right? Not the war in Baghdad right. or this the is war the one, in the north. This is, by the way, predominantly Shiite versus the government's version of predominantly Shiite yeah. militia. But that's really what the government army is right now. It's a militia. There's a bunch of militias running around. Uh, followers of renegade cleric Muqtada al-Sadr chanted anti-American slogans and vowed revenge for the assassination of Sadr's top aide in Najaf, where outrage over the killing threatens to spiral into a second deadly uprising in southern Iraq in a month. Yes. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> the United Nations accused Great Britain of holding a sword of Damocles over the heads of Iraqi refugees after it emerged that the Home Office, that's in England, the yeah, Home Office. the Home Office. That's no, what they call our it. Home Office. No, that's what they call Their it. Their Home Office. The Home Office. Won a landmark test case giving it the power to return refugees to war-torn parts of their home country, including Basra and Baghdad. So they're going to take the refugees that have tried to escape and just going to drop them in the hot spots. Which I'm sure, you know, it'll be perfectly fine for them. Yeah. Afghan detainees held at the U.S. military prison at Guantanamo Bay, Cuba, were being transferred home to face closed-door trials in which they were often being denied access to defense attorneys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, well, we prove a torture, and what do you need a defense attorney for? You know, you know one of the fallout effects of us being in Iraq, and, and, with, and with some justification, these people that are opposed to a democratic society yeah. can turn, and, 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 the, and to me, can turn around and say, this is not this to the rest of the Iraqi people mm-hmm. say this is democracy at the point of a bayonet. And it and it sets back 
human rights in that country for God knows how long. Well, the other thing they're being deprived of in after they're being returned right. to Afghanistan, yeah. after being held at Guantanamo Bay for, what, four years, right. uh, they still don't know what they're being charged with. Right. And they go back to Afghanistan being tried for something they don't have any idea what it is the evidence is. And, Bush, as, and we, as we know from the uh, from our, the documentary Taxi of the Dark Side, many of these people were turned in because there was a bounty out. Yeah. People were being paid money. I don't know. I don't remember how much to basically turn people in. Yeah. And we and many of these. I don't know how many are in Guantanamo, but many of them ended up in a very bad situation because yeah. somebody didn't like them and turned them in and said they were Al Qaeda or Taliban, and that was it. Yeah, that's all they needed. The Bush administration said it was optimistic that many more refugees from the estimated 4.4 million people who have fled Iraq or have been internally displaced would be allowed into the United States. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, how many million are we going to allow in, George? Why don't we just tell the Minutemen, you know, down in San Diego there, what's, what's going on here? Maybe that'll, yeah, that'll, that'll get help. those goons all chucked up. <laughs> Since the war began, the United States has accepted only 5,000 Iraqi refugees. Oh, whew. Yeah, five. That's lucky. Sweden has taken in 34,000. <laughs> Is that right? 34,000. Yeah. yeah, we're yeah. really taking responsibility for our actions. Thank God. Thank God these Republicans know how to stand, stand up and take responsibility yeah. for their actions. U.S. Ambassador to Iraq, Ryan Crocker, said that the principles for a long-term relationship of cooperation between Iraq and the U.S., that's what we signed a couple weeks ago. Yeah would be negotiated with Iraq as an executive agreement, which he did not, which did not require congressional approval. Right. Yeah. Crocker well, also said that the Iraqi government may submit the agreement to its parliament while the White House has refused to do the same for Congress here. Right. I, I listened to that portion of the, of the uh, hearings, and Crocker, yeah, basically said uh, it's, it's going to be handled as an executive action. And and I think it was actually Hillary. We call Lewis. that a dictatorship, don't we? Yeah, executive action. Yeah, uh, you know, it's coming out harsh of, interrogation tactics and executive actions. Executive torture action. by dictators, I think, is the way it can so, also be described. So, so they get to. Although the important thing, and, I'm, and maybe you're getting to this, the important part of this whole thing is that the Iraqi parliament has approved oil deals. Yeah, that's really that's really what the important thing is yeah. on all of this. Yeah, we don't care anything. No, about I mean, anything else. I forget well, how many. Well, like, we get our percentage of the like deal. Twenty, thirty oil companies have now signed agreements to develop oil within Iraq. Iraqi Prime Minister Nouri Al Maliki okay. told George Bush he wants our troops out, as situation permits. Is that what he said? Yeah, as a situation <laughs> permits. <laughs> That's what he. Yeah. Oh please, <laughs> please! No, get, he wants get him, the hell out. He wants him out. Pretty please, but he has to say that last <laughs> yeah. part as situation permits. Uh, by the way, there is some, uh, somewhat of a deadline coming up for the United States. The UN um, resolution, which allowed, which supposedly gave us the cover to go into Iraq, is is expiring yeah. in December. Uh-huh. Just so happens, it's expiring just as George uh, George Bush is walking out the the, the front door of the White House. Well, it doesn't mean we have to go out. It just means we can't go back in again. <laughs> well, that would be it. I guess yeah. once we're no, what I wouldn't no. This this is the end of our our international cover for being in Iraq. Yeah. I don't know what... Do, this seems to be an opportunity if the United States Congress wants to step in and say... Oh, yeah. I know. Yeah. Well, I'm Nancy just saying... I, I'm just, do that. But I'm saying, this is an... I haven't heard anyone talk about this in, in, the, in the mainstream news, is that our mandate is expiring in, mm. in a few months. I don't, I don't think anybody's too worried about it, actually. The Democrats are spineless. 
Yeah, I so, I know, so I know, but it does give a someone with with uh, some guts and determination to see this thing uh, gets uh, uh-huh. uh, ends uh, to come to like a, maybe one of our presidential candidates. Oh yeah, Dennis Kucinich. <laughs> okay, according to Army Vice Chief of Staff General Richard Cody. Yeah, Dick Cody. Dick. U.S. soldiers Another. were committing suicide at record levels. Hey, <laughs> we're number one. We are number one. Way to go, man. No, Young officers were abandoning sad. their middle, military careers, and the heavy use of forces in Iraq made, make it harder for the military to fight conflicts elsewhere. Okay. House Judiciary Committee lawyers declared that the White House and Congress are at a constitutional impasse in a legal motion filed in federal court aiming at forcing former White House counsel Harriet Myers and White House Chief of Staff Joshua Bolton to testify. Right. They're just saying no, yeah. which is the first time. I think, yeah. I, honest, this is the first time in American history yeah. that the executive branch has refused to facilitate the testimony of, Amer- of, of executive staff. To, so let's to, clarify the language. Contempt of court. Contempt of court. Dictator. Dictator. Torture. Torture. Gotcha. There were riots in Haiti, Indonesia, the Philippines, and Cameroon over increasing food costs. Some blamed the rising price of corn, up 31% from 2005. It's mm-hmm. a lot in a couple of years. Mm-hmm. On the burgeoning biofuel industry, pointing out that to fill up an SUV with a tank of ethanol uses as much corn as can feed a person for a year. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh my God! Well, also in uh, in uh, there's a we're green, honey. We're green. Let's go ride our SUV down to the beach and tow our boat with us. There, there's uh, there's food riots in uh, food protests in Bangladesh and in South Africa, also in um, protests in Morocco, um, Ivory Coast, Egypt, Mexico, Yemen, Haiti. Uh, the uh, the Inter- the international organizations that are involved in supplying food to uh, underfed people are estimating that uh, food prices will go up another 80% in the next couple of years, making it almost impossible for them to purchase enough food to feed these people. There is no evidence linking Venezuela to terrorist groups. The head of the Organization of American States told U.S. lawmakers looking into last month's Colombia-Ecuador border crisis. The Colombian government claimed that computer files retrieved from a rebel camp showed Venezuela supported FARC's struggle to topple the Colombian government, and that triggered accusations from some U.S. politicians that, of course, that Hugo Chavez was a communist ready to take over the United States. Right. He is. A terrorist. He's only, I think Venezuela is only like uh, 18 hours by car uh-huh. from the United States. So he gets in He gets in a really fast car. He just uh-huh. starts driving up and he, you know, he hits Waco and it's That's all that. over. It's all over. On Capitol Hill, Democrats said they plan to indefinitely delay a vote on a con- controversial trade agreement with Colombia. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi said lawmakers need more time to consider the deal, say, like, after the election. That would be a nice time. Yeah, that's always a good time. Spineless is the word I use to describe. Pelosi really has turned out to be a bad Speaker of the House. 
Well, she's just like all the others. Well, okay, I guess that's a better way there was to put a, There was an opportunity there yeah. when she became Speaker of the House Bec- to turn things around. Bec- and and yeah. I haven't seen any anything to su- even suggest that she's turned you, anything You think around. that after the 2006 elections, were, which were clearly uh, a... Uh, uh, the American the, the the American people were clearly repudiating the Bush administration, yeah. and its policies. And no one within the Democratic Party, really, uh, with very few exceptions, uh-huh. have stood up and said anything bad about it. And speaking of Venezuela, yeah, the Simpsons have been dropped from morning TV in that country. Okay, after being deemed unsuitable for children, uh-huh. the show is being replaced with Baywatch. <laughs> This is, this uh, you're is true. I, I would not. Oh my gosh! Such hey, things. Did you did you see where the Israelis blocked Jimmy Carter from entering the Gaza Strip? Yeah. Did you see this? Well, I didn't actually see the. Oh, well, I mean, you didn't see it. No. Former President uh, Jimmy Carter has announced his plans uh, to visit uh, the top leaders in uh, the Gaza Strip. Uh, he was told, "No, he couldn't. Uh, we haven't been given permission to go into Gaza. Yeah. It doesn't look like they're going to give it to him." So well, there you go. Well, he is. Obviously not a. Um, I mean, I mean, he wrote that book that I was. Think he's anti-Semitic. It's, that's what it's pretty much be. what that's it is. Pretty much. We all know that Jimmy Carter is anti-Semitic. Yeah. Well, he did write that book that he actually had the audacity to question the Israeli policy Policies, towards, towards yeah. the Palestinians. Anyway. It was reported that Beckett Brown, private security company organized and managed by former Secret Service officers, spied on Greenpeace and other environmental organizations from the late 1990s through at least 2000 pilfering documents from trash bins, attempting to plant undercover operatives within the groups, casing offices, collecting phone records of activists, and penetrating confidential meetings. Yeah. I like that last term. I know you do. That's, uh, Jim's, a, that's James Ridgway wrote this, that, this story you're talking about in yeah. Mother Jones, new issue of Mother yep. Jones. And uh, I heard him interview just uh, yesterday, and it's, uh, there's a lot, of, uh, a lot of evidence that this was, there was more coordination going on with government officials yeah. and these private concerns. <sighs> the, uh, bah, 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 bah. Which is really where the heart of this domestic spying is. It's, it, it is about spying on your enemies, political domestic enemies. Yeah, political enemies. Yes. In, within the country. Within the country. Not necessarily Not, anti-American no. folk or no, no. just people that have different policies right. than you. That's, and like Jimmy Carter. That's always been the case. With, with, uh, as long as they've been able to domestically spy, they've been predominantly concerned with their political enemies within the U.S. The Environmental Protection Agency said utilities will need to invest more than $277 billion over the next two decades on repairs and improvements to drinking water systems. Water industry engineers put that figure dramatically higher at $480 billion dollars. Water utilities largely maintained by city governments have never faced improvements of this magnitude before. We like to call that unprecedented. Yeah. Customers will have to bear the majority of the cost through rate increases, according to the American Water Works Association. That would be the industry group. I'm looking for something because you... uh, And And, and by the way, just for what it's worth, John McCain says he wants to lower taxes. Yeah. Yeah. So so I guess we're just going to have a... uh, a water system that's falling apart. You mentioned the the New York water yeah, infra- system. Yeah, infrastructure that's how, falling 30, apart. How many gallons of water? They were saying a day? that there was a rupture in one in one of the main pipes that l- feeds water from north northern oh. New York into New York City. A rupture was they estimated it was losing 
36 million gallons of water a day because of this this rupture in this main water mm-hmm. line. And that this is just one, this is sort of the canary in the coal mine of a, of a water system throughout the country that was built, most of it was built something like 70 years ago and uh, is now beginning to mm-hmm. deteriorate to the point where it de- desperately needs to be replaced. So since McCain wants to stay in Iraq yeah, yeah. and he wants to lower taxes. <laughs> further wants to further decra- degrade our ability to yeah. improve our infrastructure. We're, in, we're increasing. He's kind of like our teenage son, you know. Is that right? What don't you think, you know? I want a new car. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I, 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 I want to go out every night. And I, and I want a college education, too. Yeah. Uh, and. Okay? <laughs> and what's stupid is the parents say yes. Well, <clears throat> the people, yeah, the parents are saying yes. You're right. Oh. As, long, as long as they get their tax breaks. Exactly. The collapse of the housing bubble in the United States is mutating into a global phenomenon with real estate Prices swooning. They're swooning, Mike. They need a fainting couch. From the Irish countryside and the Spanish coast to Baltic seaports and even parts of northern India. Uh So they're they're also feeling the housing crisis. You like that? I'm just looking at another story, which I'm I'm open mouthed and aghast at the at this. And maybe I shouldn't be. Uh, But. the daily reading, daily readings that come from NathanCallahan.com. You should check it out. You should subscribe. Some great stuff. And there was a story a couple of days ago about U.S. lawmakers invested in Iraq and, Af- and Afghanistan wars. The the people in Congress that are invested in these defense contractors and topping the list is John Kerry. And we know Barbara Boxer's husband is deeply involved. Jay yeah. Rockefeller, a lot of Democrats and Republicans both. And they estimate that it's somewhere around $196 million of their own money, of congressional money, their own personal money, is invested in these Pentagon contractors, yeah. <laughs> $196 million worth of yeah. their own money. That is just right there in and of itself is just Conflict enough, of enough, interest. enough reason to boot every single one of these guys out. Yeah. I, I don't understand how you can say anything but conflict of interest Yeah, and how they can even be Well, they should be those. recusing themselves on yeah. every vote that has to do with defense contractors. Absolutely. There'd be about 15 people deciding the fate of the country, though. For an advocate of straight talk and government transparency, John McCain has been less than clear with the voter education nonprofit profit project VoteSmart on whose board he serves about why he hasn't responded to its survey over issue positions. Yeah. Now, after nine months, 17 phone calls, eight emails asking McCain to state exactly where he stands on key issues, Project VoteSmart is poised to kick him off the board. McCain has served on the board since the 1990s when he replaced Barry Goldwater. So this, I've been following Project Vote Smart. Yeah. I've looked up a lot of information on, you know, just general background information on positions, yeah. and and they're a fine group. Yeah. They they aren't going after any candidate. They give everybody a fair shake. They yeah. post whatever their positions, what they state their positions to be, right? And and that's that, right? Project this, Vote Smart. Project and, Vote and Smart. McCain was, is is uh, shutting them out. Former Attorney General Alberto Gonzalez, who was forced to resign last year, has been unable to interest law firms in his becoming a partner with them. Can't find a job. He cannot find a job? No. Well, at least, you know, I'm sure he could be, you know, ice cream man or something. No, he could find a job. But you know why? Is is really, truly, he didn't know the law very well. He really didn't. Uh I think that putting aside, you know, what he did and all the rest of it, he just doesn't know the law. 
Did you know that the housing secretary, the guy that's under investigation, that over was basically asleep at the switch when the housing bubble took off and all the no regulation, and all that. Did you know that how he he was George Bush's next door neighbor back when he lived in Texas? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know that? Yeah. Well, and yeah, now he's on. I mean, there's all kinds yeah. of criminal investigations in not only forget the malfeasance in yeah. in his responsibility as housing secretary, but all kinds of things. I didn't know that. I just found that out. Live yeah. next door. So I got. The I don't even want to talk about. I, I have okay. Barack Obama's thing. No, I mean, oh, the you're absolutely right. I have that elitist thing, and that's yeah. just. I, we, Mike, and I were talking about it earlier today, yeah. Yeah. and this is what they have on on Barack Obama. This is what. This is it. This is the big thing. This he said I, that that some people in small towns cling to their guns or religion. It's true. It is that's, true. It's absolutely true. It be. And because the government has failing them and has failed them yeah. for the last 20, 25 years, at least. Yeah. They've been told they've been told they should care about about uh, the most trivial, insignificant, inconsequential things while the government has systematically taken down the, the essential services with health care and education and, and all the rest of it. And they're sitting there at their homes thinking we're doing the right thing. We go to work, we pay our taxes, and we just keep getting the short end of the stick. And he articulated that in in a poor way. Maybe he he said by clinging, but he himself is is a very deeply deeply religious man. It's not as if he as some kind of anti-religious person. He's saying this is what we've got. This is what they're holding on to. And I want to. I'm speaking as Barack Obama here, but I want to help them. I want to do something for him. And the nice thing about all this is that much hay as Hillary's tried to make out of it, as much hay as Fox News has been 24-7 on this, his poll numbers are going up in Pennsylvania. Yeah. they Because someone's talking to them like an adult. Yep. And finally, Mike, President Bush will host a White House dinner in honor of Pope Benedict tomorrow evening. Yeah. Pope is in Washington. (laughs) Yeah, I think I know where you're going. U.S. Catholic leaders from around the nation will attend the dinner (laughs) It's the Pope's 81st birthday. Yes, that's that great. Tomorrow Fantastic. night. Yeah. Oh, boy. But the Pope won't attend because <laughs> reportedly he doesn't want to break bread with a torturer. Weekly Signals Weekly Review is broadcast every Tuesday on KUCI 88.9 FM, Irvine, California. To learn more about Weekly Signals or to download the podcast, visit our website at weeklysignals.com. And be sure to visit nathancallahan.com for daily readings and feature articles. Until next week, I'm Nathan Callahan. And I'm Mike Kaspar. And this is Weekly Signals.